This is L.A. Wildcats quarterback Josh Johnson, and this is the XFL Show. Welcome, football fans. This is the week of November 7th, 2021. On the road to kickoff 2023, this is For the Love of Football, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. And I'm Bryant. The best XFL quarterbacks are taking over the bad NFL teams, and the state of Alabama is almost as excited for the USFL as they are for the Tide. This is episode 195. Eight double J great Bryant. Josh Johnson, making us all so proud this week. Any great. Are we sure it was Josh Johnson, though, and not like his, like, you know, trainer under that helmet or something like that? Just disguises no. Josh Johnson. That like, was Josh, Josh Johnson, the one we all know and love. The I shook his hand. As far as I'm concerned, real XFL MVP. You're good, close personal, longtime, dear good friend, friend of the show, the, the journeyman of all journeyman quarterbacks in, in the modern era. Shows up for the Jets, throws t- three TDs. Unfortunately, they didn't win, but wow, what a performance. Not for lack of effort on his part. I think when you give up, what's it, like 40-some points, you don't win too many games. Um, I don't know how many the Jets gave up, but they gave up quite a few points. Uh, yeah, I mean, if anybody needed a bag of, of crumbs to get back <laughs> to where they started in their career, it's Josh Johnson. Yeah, that's it was... It was uh, really cool to see, and XFL fans, we always revel in that. So uh, we'll talk some uh, about that. We'll talk a little bit about, uh, actually, last week's show. Uh, got some good feedback asking everyone what their biggest fears are on the road to kickoff, and we'll get into some of that. And, of course, Brian's favorite, a little, a very little USFL this week, Brian, but we will get into it just a tad because I have a question for you. Fine, fine. We're going to be losing <laughs> listeners every week if you keep bringing it up, to be honest, but it's fine. I don't think that's true. And uh, actually, we're going to ask them a question too this week. 724-565-4XFL. If you want to call the XFL fan line or leave us a text or voicemail, get on the show even. Just let us know. Say, I want to be on the show. Leave a voicemail. We'll put your voice on the show. 724-565-4XFL. Standard text messaging rates do apply. At XFL Show on twitter or wherever you do your social media you could reach us at xfl show of course we are brought to you by pretty easy podcasts you can go to prettyeasypodcast.com right now right now to get your own podcast started with your own producer and all the help you would ever need at an affordable rate you've always thought about podcasting but you don't really have the time and the energy to really learn how to do all the audio parts all the editing all the posting your show and doing all that you just want to talk and put a show together that's what pretty easy podcast is for they do just that just go to prettyeasypodcast.com right now to get started and i'm telling you it's going to make podcasting a breeze for you and your friends or whoever if you know someone who wants to podcast tell them prettyeasypodcast.com my guys at this is the xfl show told me about it their show sounds great yours can too 
because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. So easy that I really feel like a lot of these networks that are putting up shows and stuff like that really should be contacting pretty easy podcasts. Like, let's be real. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. Is, it's like every time you watch you watch a show. I mean, it doesn't matter what genre. Brian will always message me like, God, what are they doing? Why are they not calling? Call, why can't they, they? Their show should look at least as good as ours. I mean, it's not not the highest of bars. I mean, I know he gets very upset watching Bravo, especially. Oh my Bravo! It's yeah, they just <laughs> refuse to put money into their shows and just have people fight on cameras. That's all they do. It's really bad. Sorry, below deck though. It's a really good show. Rant rant over, but yeah, yeah. I, I know where you're. I know where you're coming from. This show looks it looks all right. I think your background saves the day mostly for the production value with all with your beautiful setup in the back. But I do think you have a good blank space right there for some Josh Johnson. Maybe every Josh Johnson jersey. He's like the Yammer Yager Josh of Johnson football. Card. <laughs> that is true. That's a good point. He, play, except, I mean, Yammer Yager true. actually played, and he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not disparaging the man. It's just it's, a little different. You're, you're, yeah, you're right. I mean, in terms of quantity of jerseys, very similar. I mean, Yammer Yager took three years off of the NHL and still is like the second leading goal scorer of all time. That's, yeah. that's how good that don't, guy was. Don't remind me about when he came back though on the team he was on. So let's let's move on from that before I get really <laughs> angry and I rant. Uh, Terry, thinking and dunking around here. Terry hit us up on the XFL fan line uh, text and said, yo, Alan, you should just start PJ Walker this week if your team is as bad as mine. I, I was thinking about that, but no, I think you should. Sto- I think you should. Starting. You probably still have a better chance. You probably no. still have a better chance. Yes. No, I, I was able to s- somehow land Kirk Cousins, and I got Russell Wilson waiting in the wings. I'm making a comeback. I don't need PG yet. Aren't you two in like six now or whatever? What are you? Yeah, somewhere like that. But there's should have picked up Josh Johnson. In the NFL. You know, I, and that I didn't know. I thought Mike White was the second coming of Joe Namath, and then, you know, that things happen in the and NFL. And all of a sudden we found out he's Jason White and not Mike White, really. Yeah. It was just, ah. <laughs> no, just, he, he, look, I think we're getting into this conversation here in a little bit about uh, XFL players, but it is a crapshoot. Like, you could still play P.J. Walker, and he might play. He might. It's a good chance. It seems like that's the chances they're getting. Who has yeah, Taylor Heineke in our league? Does anybody? I don't know, actually. I don't think so. Maybe not, maybe not, even, not even as a backup. No, he's just in the – we have a deep league, too, but he's still a free agent. Yeah, we're 12 teams, right? Washington. Two and six Washington football team. It's. Not, I'm feeling good about my great. year. Look, like, I want to go off a little bit. You know, J, uh, Triple J would appreciate this conversation on fantasy football. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun this year. I'm actually up in the the, the ranks. I usually am never there. I'm always in the middle, and, and I have a pretty good team. I have a pretty solid team. I made a great trade early this season. Swapped Atlanta wide receivers. You know, some poor fool. I don't know who would ever do that, but I was like, okay, and did it. And look at All me. I want to say rolling. is I hope I hope Calvin Ridley gets right and comes back to football. I, I wish him best of luck on his personal journey. But what 100%. a horrible trade by me! Damn it! All right, <laughs> let's let's move on and let's get into this week's cover two. Just calm down. Okay, so last week we asked uh, our fears on the road to kickoff. Uh, Bryant uh, for the XFL. It was spooky season. It was Halloween last week. We asked, what are you scared most of on this road? And really, for me, it comes down to just I fear for the rule book a little, but not too much. But if I'm going to be scared of anything, it's that. And we got some good responses if you're ready to hear what some of the listeners and, and viewers are scared of. 
on the road to to 2023. We'll start with Kev underscore new 360, who on a YouTube comment told us their fears on the road to kickoff and said, I'm afraid the XFL could potentially make changes that would cater to the NFL in order to bring up a potential partnership or even NFL takeover. How, what do you rate that on the fear scale? Is that is that something Zero. you actually fear? You're no, not scared of it at all? The, the, I don't think the NFL wants any part of this at all in any way, shape, or form. They don't need it. And why expose yourself out there even more? That's like the NBA with the D-League, right? It's like the NBA needs it, but – why? You know, why have it? The NFL is doing fine. They don't need, I mean, unless they wanted another 12 teams to make money off of, which I guess would be the only reason to think of it, but they could do that on their own. They don't need The Rock. You know, as powerful as The Rock is, the biggest movie star in the world, you know, is a little bit more powerful than him in the in the football world? The I mean, NFL. Roger Goodell in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, it fell. Exactly. So <laughs> also, they don't need The Rock to do yes. this. Yeah, also with that, the you know, catering to the NFL, I don't know, unless you bend over backwards and totally, uh, you know, just provide free services, uh, the NFL is not going to pay for uh, a minor league. They have college football already, and they can just deepen their practice squads if they want to do that. So I'm not too scared of that, Kev, but I know where you're coming from. You do want the, you want the XFL as its own entity, and I definitely think that's – Something you don't have to worry about. That will be the case in 2023. The XFL is rolling solo as its own thing. Who knows what that is exactly, but it will be its own thing. <laughs> no NFL needed. Sonny hit us up on the fan line and gave us their fears and said, I think they might already be over-promising on the entertainment content and will under-deliver. If there is no Hard Knocks type show, I will be disappointed. So Sonny's saying that they're already talking a big game about the entertainment side of it, and they need their documentary-style show. Brian, where, where your fears lie with that? Do you think they're going to under-deliver the entertainment content? Well, under-deliver under is relative, right? I mean, you look at what they're saying is going to happen versus what actually happens, I guess. I don't know if they're really selling it as, hey, we're going to have this thing that that you know, you're going to have hours and hours and hours of entertainment. They are saying that they're trying to make this a year-long thing. Right, where it's not just during the season that you care about the XFL. So um Hard Knocks to me I've never really watched Hard Knocks. Have you been a big Hard Knocks guy? Have the Steelers ever been on Hard Knocks? Hell no. No, they haven't. And I've I've probably watched it when it first started years and years ago, and then I have definitely gone many seasons without watching it. Maybe an episode here or there, but not Yeah, really. see, so does to me Hard Knocks isn't the I'd like the in game sound those types of things. I like the, you know, I like what goes on behind the scenes more so than, than just hard knocks. I feel like hard knocks is kind of a, I don't know it had its run for the most part, but uh, look, if you, if you have something, I'm okay with it. Cause the the XFL in 2020 didn't really have much of this exposure that hopefully we get in terms of the entertainment value. Yeah, and I don't see where Sonny's coming from where you think they might under-deliver because, one, they're, they're not over-promising anything. If you ask me, I think they're talking about entertainment content year-round and sure that they've mentioned that, but it's not something they're like selling real hard just yet. And I think you're probably burnt, burned a little from last time because in 2020, there was a lack of extra in terms of content. There was us, 
And then they had like Bryant's brought up some pre and post game shows on the YouTube channel for the league, but kind not of. a whole, not a lot of extra shows to get you excited for the XFL. So we were the post game show, by the way. Alan. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We were the post game <laughs> show. That was us. Yes, was and us. then part of the pre game show is sometimes. Yeah, you were actually, huh? Doing your yeah, a little bit stands from the hotels and stuff like that. It was great, but but. You know, the if you're comparing to 2020, the bar's low, Sonny. So I don't think you need to be too too worried about that. But he did uh, say last, they're selling it. He said they're overpromising. So he's he's comparing it. To, so do you think they're overpromising yeah. right now? Is, I, yeah, I don't. But Sonny's following it. That I like that. They're following what Danny Garcia is saying, especially who's been you know hammering home the entertainment side of things. Um, but I don't I don't think you got to worry too much about it. But I understand why you would, uh, Devin. Last one we got here, Bryant gave us uh, their fear. Devin said, I just fear there won't be any more Seattle Dragons. I don't know about I mean, that. I, don't, I, I honestly if you If you rank the you. eight teams and who would come back and who wouldn't, I'd put the Dragons up there at like top three of who would come back if, if, if you, you talk about the top eight. Like, think about it. Who, what teams brought in the most money or, or looked the best? It was St. Louis, Houston, Seattle. Those three were the best teams. In terms and, of and draw, the draw and the people in butts and seats, mm-hmm. strictly butts talking. and seats, atmosphere, fan engagement. I would say those three are the top one, top three. But the name and we, dragons, we talk about how Seattle, well, the, I don't the name know. dragons is, is a question mark. Yeah, yeah. So that that's when it comes to what teams are coming back. We've had this discussion, and it's really, really uh, tough to call. I definitely would put money on. Uh, uh, a relocation of of one of the teams in uh, of the Tampa team, and uh, something going on in, with one of the Texas teams. I don't know if Houston would move because they did so well, but I don't know if Dallas would stay in Dallas. That's another thing I could maybe see happening for Seattle, though. I'd understand it, Devin, but I uh, I really don't know. I guess Bryant's right that they did on TV. It looked like they had some support. I didn't know the right and look into the ratings for that market. I mean, I'm not a not yeah, but, you're, but you're talking about much, but even in the even in the standings, they were not. Yeah, I think they might have been. I'm just trying no, to remember the records off the top of my head. I think great. they had one one game, right? Yeah, they weren't they great. Won one game, but yeah, but uh, in terms of support, we know Seattle supports teams. I mean, up up and down. How are the Kraken doing? They're cracking. They're cracking. They're not. They're not yeah. having a Vegas Golden Knights first type season though. No, 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 not at all. No one thought not, that. Nope. No, <laughs> but but uh, Seattle supports their teams. We know that. But so they're I supporting can, the team. Yep. I could see an XFL team coming to the city. The Dragons specifically. Who knows what the new ownership wants to do with the branding and the team names? It's a whole nother bag of hammers, Devin. But thanks for sending us the message on the XFL fan line at XFL show on social media. Uh, responding to last week's show. I know we're, we're, it's just only covered two, so I don't want to get too deep into this. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. But at what point do you think that we should come to a realization that maybe 2020 is its own thing and 2023 is its own thing? Its own thing as in just As in totally 2001 un- was its own thing and 2020 oh. was its own thing. Never. I you will, think the proximity I, I, of 2020 is what's allowing us to bring it up as a thing for 2023? Proximity, but also I do have a gut feeling that there will be a lot of hooks left 
in 2020 that that are you know drag being dragged through to 2023. There's the rule book. Hopefully, there's maybe a few team names. I don't know the cities. Um, the style of the presentation of of the games. I don't think will change much. I don't. I don't see why it would. Uh, but I don't. I think ultimately too there there will be acknowledgement of 2022 for from the 2023 season on you have to unless it's completely a new rule book a completely new presentation and they out, so do you think they'll present it as say we're not related to that leak <laughs> do you think they'll present it as hey we came into we were here in 2020 it didn't work or like you know then we were stopped but we're back and better than ever like will they acknowledge 2020 Ooh. Ooh, acknowledging the 2020 season at all publicly. I don't think in any of the marketing that will happen, but maybe in like Q&As or interviews or press conferences that, that ownership does or players and coaches when they, when they Do you join think someone's going to be like, hey, yeah, we're trying to we're trying to keep the foundation of 2020 and move as we move into 2023? Like, I don't see that happening. I don't think, think they'll use that f- phrasing, no. But I think – you're going to see players and coaches from that season in the future season who are going to acknowledge why they, I joined I joined the league again because I had so much fun. Uh, I joined the league again. 2020 was great. Now we get to redo it with new ownership, and I, f- I feel good about it. Like I could see that happening from the other people who are going to eventually join this league. From the ownership, publicly, I don't expect that too much, but I think we'll see it happen in some form or fashion from The Rock, Danny Garcia. Maybe even people at Redbird Capital. I mean, Redbird Capital have already, we've seen interviews where they've mentioned, you know, how that season proved the viability of football as an entertainment property. And of course, they use all the corporate language, but we've seen a little bit of it already. I think it's just not outright acknowledgement like we would hope. Like 2020 was great. Let's just keep doing more of that. We're not going to see that. It's just, I don't know. I was getting this feeling in my head that we should just move on, but move on from 2020. No, 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 no. There's too much. There's too much. It'll be easier. It'll be easier to deal with the disappointment if something isn't brought over. (laughs) If you just move on, just move you. So, so you really feel fear for the real rule book now more and more. I I, I, I feel, I fear for everyone's fears. I'm a caring for their fears. I'm a father now. So I got to care about others, not just myself. Okay. Um, I feel like to soften the blow for everyone, just pretend 2020 didn't exist and never move on to 2023. I, not, I will not do that. I'll take the pain of the of rule book changes if it happens and move on from there with the hurt. I'll carry the hurt into 2023. The big hurt. Yes. Frank Thomas right on my back walking through the entire season. I don't care. But I'd love to see we, Frank Thomas on your back, to be honest with you right now. That'd be great. I could, I could, I could carry him even with all that oh, eugenics <laughs> r- rushing through his veins. I got him. I got, I'm getting powerful lower body right now, walking all over Italy. I'm feeling good. I could carry the big hurt right here. Fireman carry. Oh, right over I think, oh my God. I would pay so Mama much money to, just, to do that just for charity <laughs> or anybody. Oh my God. Well, what he works for Fox, right? If, yes. if Fox, if Fox is a TV partner, and we 
do XFL stuff again, and he's you know part of the family. Maybe we'll do one where I fire him and carry him across the fifty yard line or hundred yards. I could do all the way down the yeah, field. Get the, you could even do a hundred yards as a halftime show. You're gonna put big t- the big herd on top of you. Talk yeah. about entertainment content for the league. What ha- air the halftime shows every game? That'd be great. Dogs catching frisbees, podcasters carrying MLB legends on their shoulders. Be great. It would have been a uh, at the L.A. Wildcats game. It would have been uh, what's it? Uh, Cal State Dominguez Hills marching band. Would have been great. Oh, sweet marching bands! I'm all for it. I'm all for Ooh, every ten minutes, team having got to hustle. Having its own gimmick like that. Not every team should have a marching band, but definitely some teams should have their Can own. Can you tell that I'm just delaying this next part two of the cover two, by the way? I'm just trying did to you not, ju- just give you, it in as little time you, as possible. Are, are you trying to inception me so I forget that we're supposed to talk <laughs> USFL? We already did part two. Let's go. On and part two of the cover two. <laughs> this dun, is dun, really dun, quick. Dun. This is very quick. There the rumor is that people in Alabama are really excited. Their you know, local government is claiming that Fox is going to be announcing the details of the USFL soon. And we all have seen this come in the last couple of weeks uh, with all the money being shuffled around and secured for the funding of the league to play in Alabama, where, I mean, they're almost excited for the USFL as they are for Alabama to get into the playoff and steal a title from Georgia. Probably not, though. I have a question, though, for you. How will you celebrate whenever the USFL might be next week, might be this coming week? When they announce the USFL details on Fox, how are you going to celebrate? And then another question for the viewers and listeners, you gentle viewers and listeners, gentle football fans, you. You want to see us talk USFL more? Should we do a whole USFL show on the side, Bryant? Since Bryant loves it so much and I love it so much, should we talk more and more once it's announced? I'm okay. I'll I'll give you two, two sides of this equation. Celebrate is a strong word. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't think I want to celebrate this. I will I'll analyze it. I will dissect it. You'll do a cartwheel. When was the last oh, time yeah. you did a cartwheel, Miss I can hand Mr. I can handle Frank Thomas on my back? All of a sudden you became you went to Italy, you became a super athlete. I am, yeah. I'm feeling Are you good. walking around without shoes? No, no, you gotta wear shoes. It's like all bricks <laughs> here and you just jam your toes. Yeah. Man, just did you go to the Coliseum and just run laps and just feel like ah. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah! I, I <laughs> snuck, I snuck into the museum. I climbed the statue of David, took a selfie with him, feeling good. I'm actually, I'm secretly, I'm gearing up to try out for the USFL. That's my, that's my plan. Fullback. Oh, okay. For the Pittsburgh Maulers. Um, look, celebrates a strong word. I would definitely be interested in the details. I'll analyze the details. I'll dissect the details. I'll talk about the details. Um, and if there's enough meat on that bone, because uh, we are gnawing on bones as we speak, talking about this show as the time goes by. Uh, Bone then, yeah, I'll, do, I'll do a show. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I'm, Ooh, I'm excited for yeah, the Bone Nars. Uh, let's save that for an episode title when there's really nothing to talk about <laughs> one week. But yeah, when the USFL details are announced, if it's this week or next or whenever, uh, yeah, we'll be talking about it I, here for sure. And then, yeah, maybe if there's enough, like Brian said, when you want it, we'll probably, you know, we have the. We have a little bit of time. Brian has a little bit more time now that he's like eased into daddom and, and you know, li- li- life's moving on. Got some time to maybe do some more more shows, more content, more entertainment content. Hashtag Inspired. great resignation. Yes, the great, the great resignation is, is a beautiful thing. 
Uh, but there you go, Brian. That's all we have for USFL this week. Just rumors, the announcement's coming soon. So just I wanted you to be ready. I mean, I'll, I'm ready. I am ready. You ain't ready. Oh, I'm ready for the hot read to talk about Double J, baby, making us all proud. Twenty-seven of forty-one, three hundred seventeen yards and three touchdowns for the New York Jets. Josh Johnson, former LA Wildcats quarterback, our favorite XFL player on the show. Well, one of the MVP of the XFL twenty twenty. I'll never let go of that, Brian. What a game coming in in relief. What you had him what? as third. I had to talk you into putting me into second. Get yeah, down. but now. But time time passes by, and now I'm I'm agreeing. You get with to you. recast your vote. I'm not recasting my vote, but I'm just agreeing with you. You changed my mind. I'm giving you credit. You're a great advocate for Josh Johnson. Except accept that. <laughs> I acknowledge your acceptance. There you go, and and accept that Josh Johnson is a legit quarterback. Should be, I think, a number two somewhere in one city for more than one season. Damn it, for at least. A portion of his career we'll see if that happens but i don't know what it says more about josh johnson coming in looking that good or the jets who had mike white looking pretty damn good and winning a game that no one thought they would win the week before uh or the state of the nfl who knows but in terms of being capable the former la wildcats quarterback proved he's that taylor heineke is the quarterback of a two and six team but isn't their worst player and is handling the job okay could be better um pj walker is on the cusp of maybe taking over for a really bad carolina team um i don't know sam darnold just he's not great but their offensive line's terrible in carolina it's hard to say but when you look at these xfl quarterbacks and then of course all the other xfl players uh in the in the nfl what do you think the ceiling is then for an XFL player in the NFL based off what you've seen with the 2020 players in the in the current National Football League? Brian, is it can we see a full-time starter at a, at the quarterback position? We've seen Storm Norton play a whole lot at tackle for the Chargers. I mean, if you look at like the deep stats of like pro football focuses, Storm Norton is far from the best tackle in the NFL, but he's being serviceable starting uh, a little bit where do you see the ceiling, though? Can we see a superstar NFL player come from the XFL? Where do you put it at from what you've seen so far? It's hard to answer that question. I mean, the generic answer is there is no ceiling, right? I mean, that's that's just the truth of it. You never know. You know, it's Everybody looks at ceiling. that player. Yeah, everybody looks at that player and it's like, you don't have it. And that player does have it. And all of a sudden, it's like, you know, like that's how it happens all the time. So I get that. You know, that's just the typical answer you can give. It's like, yeah, there's no ceiling. Any player can do whatever you want. Now you got to look at the reality of the situation. The reality of the situation is, is we only have ever had XFL players. We're really spring football players, really, for that matter, the last century, uh, this century, excuse me, that haven't really had a chance to kind of develop in an XFL environment. They've played one season. They went off of that season and went on to NFL careers. What happens if you get a young player gets three, four pro years under him in the XFL. Don't all of know. a sudden, yeah. All of a sudden, you never know what's gonna happen with that type of player, right? So in this 
instance, it's gonna. I'm gonna say the ceiling's not very high because the 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 whole point of the XFL two is to get you tape, to get you playing time, to get you reps. And if you don't get those reps, if you don't get that playing time, then at the end of the day, are you really doing yourself any favors by playing in the XFL? Probably not. Uh, in terms of what you can do in the NFL. Yeah. So you bring up a good point. The the goal of the XFL is to have players playing in the XFL for multiple seasons and developing their skills. And then maybe they go to the NFL on their own personal journey and they kick ass and become superstars there as well. Um, but what we've seen are, you know, a season and a half in the last, in this century, like you said, and from the, from 2020, what we saw from those players was there are a lot of guys you saw in that league that, they totally could at least, at the very least, be journeymen in the X in the NFL. And uh, you know, I think we see at quarterback guys that could be good, just a good backup to have. A guy who's played a lot of football, enough football in the uh, in the pros that you could trust, like a Josh Johnson. Um, or up now, now Taylor Heineke has a ton of NFL snaps under his belt. PJ Walker. Um, maybe has to prove that a little bit more. Hasn't had the opportunity in the NFL too much. But we've seen guys, I think, prove that they can at least, if I'm saying it, the ceiling is solid backup in the NFL, reliable backup. We haven't seen any anyone bust out and be, a, I think, a full-time reliable starter from that season. Um, but maybe we have to let go because it was only half of a of an XFL season. Um, but those are players that we'll always we'll always talk about and and reference. Yeah. But the the truth is, we want to what we want to see is an, an XFL with multiple seasons under its belt, players playing in that league for multiple seasons, and then going to the NFL. And then you see exactly what the possibilities are. Like for the CFL, the CFL you have that you could see where can a CFL player go in the NFL, and the answer is very rarely. I mean it's like hitting the lottery where you see a player go from the CFL to the NFL and become a, a name, a name in the NFL. And we've seen it like with a, a, a Doug Flutie and a, and a Warren moon. Like we're going back. That Warner guys. Or is that Europe? No, that was he was Europe. the NFL Europe, but I'm sorry. we've seen, but we've seen the CFL send guys quarterbacks with who are already recognizable going to the CFL fine tuned and then got a shot in the NFL and did some things. Um, and then you see guys come from the CFL too that build up a resume and maybe find a solid position like a Cameron Wake is a great NFL uh, edge rusher. Um, there's there's ways to develop in the CFL and then become a a, a solid starter and maybe and and there's maybe even a Pro Bowler in the NFL. Um, there's a route to do that. There's a way to do that. Um, you have Hall to be very talented. Hall of Famer, I mean, that's like, there's going to be like, two, there's got to be what, two guys, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's no, I wouldn't put it that high. But your Pro Bowl is as high as I'll go. I want to give it some, I want to give the NFL its due here. So Pro Bowl from that league, from the XFL, is it, will we see that? I don't know. Um, we saw it, I guess, if you go back to 2001, I think Tommy Maddox might have made a Pro Bowl, did he? Ooh, maybe it's good set. Let's maybe it's like a, a maybe as an alternate, maybe as an alternate Pro Bowler, but 
Currently, we don't really know. Like Brian said, the easy thing to say is that we don't. The, the, there is no ceiling yet because there's not enough uh, data. But I think from if you're just talking the 2020 players, that group, I don't think we're going to see any. Ultimately, we won't see any Pro Bowlers from that group. But I think some of those guys could be sticking in the NFL for at least a handful of years and maybe even landing as a starter, one or two of them. We'll see. But that's where I'm at with it right now. But I get excited seeing any of them succeed uh, still. So that was cool to see Josh Johnson. And the Jets are so bad, let's hope that he just uh, plays the rest of the season. And uh, and it'll be and it'll be it'll be cool to keep an eye on all year. Well, I'll watch every Jets game because I'd have to. Go Wildcats. No, no Pro Bowl. No Pro Bowlers. No Pro Bowl. No Pro Bowl. Or, no Pro Bowl Maddox. for Tommy for Tommy Maddox. Okay. Yeah. I think it's only. I think it's interesting because there's this weird misconception that um, the XFL players that were playing were already at their potential, that they're already at their ceiling. Like this is the best they'll ever be. Yeah, and far from it. That's not. Yeah, far from it. Right. Like imagine you getting one year of college football to prove what you yeah. had to do, and then yeah. you get drafted based on that. It's the best you'll ever be if you don't get to play football again. That, that's yeah. that's the truth, I guess. That's if, the truth of the matter. Yeah. But if you get three years of playing where you get to develop your skills, get good coaches, get good coaching, and, and really get the reps in and, and start practicing all year round and, and get ready for this the way you're supposed to, um, then, then there's really no ceiling. Because then you become all of a sudden a player that – now we're talking about what's the potential of a player that's playing in college. Yeah. Without limits is what you want to see it uh, go to. Currently, I'd say there's probably a limit on it, but we're only talking about a small group of players from 2020. Uh, most of all, I want Josh Johnson, though, Brian, to play all season long just for our good, close, personal, longtime, dear, good friend of the show, Mike Mitchell, to cover him and watch him as a Jets fan and as, of course, a huge XFL uh, follower. So rooting for that. For I, mean, too. I, I will say there's probably um, only two, one person in the entire universe that has covered Josh Johnson for both the XFL and the NFL. Oh, you mean like closely, game by game? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, probably that's Mike Mitchell. Yeah, probably Mike Mitchell. So good, good it's yeah. good for him. I'm excited for him. Good shout out to Mike. Yeah, he rules, and uh, we'll have to get him back on soon too. Once the once the crescendo starts with the XFL, but for now, it's the music is not playing <laughs> on that side. The crescendo of news. Uh, so that's why we're winding down another episode here, Brian. Unless you got anything left, uh, we have we've covered it all. Now this week, we just wait for that USFL announcement and cartwheels. No, that's it, man. As I am waiting extremely, I am very excited to see what happens with the uh, with the uh, USFL, as you can tell. I, uh, I, um, so <laughs> I've never seen someone so excited. My goodness. I'm, Contain yourself. I'm doing, I'm doing cartwheels in my head as we speak. Literal cartwheels. Well, depending on on where I'm at next week for the show, the space here, I could have done a cartwheel. I don't know where I am for next week's show, Brian, but if I have enough space, do a cartwheel on the show for the announcement. <laughs> Which means when the well, XFL makes announcement, I'll have to do backflips. That, that I will pay to see, too. And you can see that every 
Sunday right here on your favorite podcast app. That's Google Podcasts, Apple, Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you go set five star review and tell your friends about us. If you had a question, comment, or topic you want us to cover, well, text or call the XFL fan line 724-565-4XFL. Remember, standard text messaging rates do apply. Also, follow us on all social media platforms at XFL Show, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, TikTok, anywhere you want to see us on social media. Or if you want to say hi, uh, we'll subscribe and watch us on YouTube at XFL.show, the official website of this is the XFL show. And don't forget to check out our sponsors, Pretty Easy Podcasts. Go to prettyeasypodcasts.com and get started today because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. Even with really a janky Italian internet, they make it easy. It's yeah, you, Your power is never cut off again? All good? Knock on wood. We have a couple seconds left in the show. Yeah, the power went out here. I'm in Florence for a second. I don't know. I plugged I plugged in the toaster into a wrong, the wrong outlet. You know, they have different different styled uh, outlets here. It's confusing sometimes. I, but I, I was good for the show. We made we got we made it. We got it done. How's your uh, your uh, your the, how's it looking to find an XFL fan in Italy? How's well? How's that I'm leaving. Going? I'm leaving Flor- Firenze. I'm leaving Florence today. Uh, ciao, Firenze. But no XFLers here. I saw some Atlanta Braves fans dancing in the streets the other day, which made me sick. Were they but- going? Were they running as fast as that bus? <laughs> what what bus? Oh, have you seen the? Yeah, we got to watch the videos, man. It's great. the The tour bus driver in Atlanta is just flying down the damn road. <laughs> Doesn't even stop to say hi. It's great. It's great. Oh man, <laughs> no, they, yeah, they were they were they were dancing in the streets, and that's all I've really seen here. I actually saw another. I saw a guy wearing a Vegas Raiders jacket. Kind of made me sick. Um, but no, no wildcats or dragons gear out here. Maybe, maybe in my next step, a uh, stop in a Parma. Parmesan. Very curious. You got to okay. All the Parmesan how, cheese. Is, where are you? How long are you going to be there for? Where are you going to be on oh, Friday that, or your Saturday? I'll, for next week, next week's show, uh, Roma. No. Be back in Rome. You got to find a nice spot to watch U.S. versus Mexico. Oh yeah, and we have and we have the Italian national team playing here next week. So I'll be. I'll be full, fully immersed in the sports bar culture next week. I think I'm going to have a good chance to find an XFL talk. Wear your XFL talk gear about on the show and those sports yeah. bars. Because oh, yeah. I also okay. have to go. There's a, there's also a Steeler bar in Rome. I'll be at next week. I'm very okay, excited. Look at you. Which is kind your of your wife. Like I'm whole, sure is loving this trip. Whole trip so is much centered around Gotta, the next yep. coming week. Yes, uh, yeah, but but so far it's been very cultured and statues and and. You know, medieval I want to towers. see a cartwheel in the streets once you see the USFL news, by the way. That has to be on tape somewhere. <laughs> and all these Italians around me look like, what is this crazy maniac doing? What's a USFL? United States Football League, mamma mia. I'm a high five bunch of people. They won't know what's going on, but they'll like yeah, it. Yeah, they won't know. But yeah, they'll like <laughs> an American looking like an idiot. Why wouldn't they like that? <laughs> they see it all the time. All right, well. <laughs> That'll be for next week's show. Until then, everybody, for Bryant, I'm Alan. This is the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening.